gonna ruin the Disney magic for a second. I'm sorry. Ten toes down, boys. We're in for a good one. <laughs> well said. All right, my friends, it's Social Q&A Live. That's an epically hard to pronounce name. It is. And then dive into your questions around dating. This much is fucking good at social dynamics and relationships. That's like a shot of a dick. Yo, what's good, my friends? It's Adam here, and welcome to the Social Q&A Live audio strip taken right from the YouTube live sesh. I opened it up to questions on dating, relationships, social dynamics, anything in the world of human interaction. So you guys can join those live sessions over on YouTube basically every Friday, 10 a.m. Australian Central Standard Time, for the time being anyway. Now, if you guys would like to receive a quick sip of social dynamics every Friday, you can sign up to the free weekly email newsletter, The Bowl Sip. Every week, I send out a free article on Fridays. That's actually taking me quite a bit of time to write nowadays. They used to be pretty quick, but now I go real deep into them. I also use it as a way to update the resources of wisdom, which you guys can find at boldojo.com. So any quotes I found that week, uh, any music, updates to the Panda Emperor Sexy Time playlist or the We Take 9000 playlist, you know, all those things, anime, documentaries, movies, anything that's going to the resources of wisdom, you can stay up to date with that through the bowl sip so all you have to do to sign up to it is just head to boldojo.com slide your email in and then check your inbox for the confirmation email and also for all emails going forward if you don't think you've received it on friday just check your promotions folder in gmail or your spam folder in outlook etc because basically any email that has links in it gets automatically thrown into the uh, promotions thing so if you don't think you got it, just check those folders, okay? Now, if you guys are looking to dive into a little bit of deeper educational content, you can head over to boldoja.com and number one, pick up the brand new guided meditation, Eternal Energy. It's a deep dive into who you are and a guiding hand into evolving beyond. Featuring five tracks. Number one, cultivating your scented energy. Number two, revealing your darkness. Number three, creating your light. Number four, unlocking your sexual flow. And finally, wrapping things up with the fifth track, One Energy returning you back to the hole. It took me a solid two months to produce that bad boy and it's an absolute journey. So if you would like to dive into something a lot deeper, go ahead and pick that up at boldoja.com. Along with that, if you are looking to get your day game sorted, your social dynamics sorted, if you've been walking down the street and you're seeing a beautiful woman, you just don't know what the hell to do with yourself, well then I've got you covered there as well. Adam's Crash Course Kick-Ass Day Game eBook is also available at boldoja.com. Quick action guide. Most importantly, it is not a sit in your chair at home and read and then go hmm that sounds theoretically reasonable you need to actually get out there and apply that's what it's intended to be used when i created it it was meant to be something you go out with come home with reference with in terms of real world action it just doesn't really make sense until you're actually going out there and meeting people so that's what it's intended for you want to use it as your uh, teacher as your guide as your kind of pseudo adam along your journey. Along with that, I highly recommend pairing up a 30-day challenge with it. Anyone who buys the ebook, you just need to check your emails within 24 to 48 hours afterwards. I personally email basically everyone with a little tips for the ebook. And in that email, I recommend you get on a 30-day challenge and pair that with the ebook. Uh, it's just it harkens back to how I got my journey and how I corrected my life at the beginning, corrected my social freedom, freedom of choice in my dating life came through the 30-day challenge it's powerful so that's what i highly recommend and if you guys want more uh information on the 30-day challenge i often drop links in that email as well and then finally for those that are really looking to dive deeper create action plans bust through their limiting beliefs i do offer one-on-one skype coaching 
the bowl inside is probably the best way to go, which is for my deeper level clients who sign up to packages. Packages are completely customizable to you based on frequency, based on volume. But basically what bowl inside members get over once off Skype sessions is number one, priority messaging. They get access to my private WhatsApp number and within 24 hours, I will respond to them outside of Australian weekends based on anything. They need feedback on a situation they're dealing with this girl, this guy, family members, business relationships, etc. Want to check that text conversation, want to send me that audio, I'm going to be there for them. The second benefit Bowl Insiders get is priority bookings, which basically means you get fast-tracked that if you want to get in a session today and maybe someone was 50-50 about it, well, you get that session. You get your session times prioritized above everyone else. And especially for my clients uh, around the world with arranging time zones, it proves to be quite beneficial. So if you are interested in diving into the Bowl Inside packages, then you can just hit me up at bowldojo.com. In the product section, you find all the links there and actually the links to everything I've just spoken about, guided meditation, ebook, all at bowldojo.com. Just hit the product section and I'll see you soon. Now, if you guys would like to support this channel directly, you can donate anything that you wish through the PayPal link. You can do this two ways. Number one, on bowldojo.com, in the Boulderjo podcast section, there's actually a donate straight through the website uh, link right in that section there. So you guys can get that. Or you can also just go straight to PayPal, which is paypal.me forward slash A-D-A-M-O-O-I, Adamui, and you can donate anything that you wish. And I just want to say that whether you donate through the Super Chat on YouTube or you do it directly through the website or PayPal, anything that you donate is so greatly appreciated. It just helps keeping this show going. It lets me know that you guys truly value it. So thank you so much for all that have donated in the past and for all that will in the future. Anthony Kanchesta. And with all that being said, let's finally dive into social Q&A live. Yosha! Moshere. Moshere. Right, I just like, give you these like, half-baked answers and half-baked responses, but never fully commit to anything. Instead of just saying, hey, listen, hey, I'm actually really committed to my boyfriend. I don't think my boyfriend would like this and I got to get going. White girls, Caucasian girls are far more adamant about saying that stuff off the bat. Uh, But it's not so much about race. It's about energy. It's about their confidence within themselves. So sometimes you're just so on point that the girl actually kind of just enjoys just hearing your rant, hearing you go off on her, but she's really just not that interested. That's one part. So we're talking about... uh, that's one part of it. But the other part is that she actually, I talked about the LER logistically, she might just really be just killing time and she's just waiting for a friend. That girl in particular that day was meeting a friend. I'll finish that story in a second. She was about to meet a friend. <clears throat> Could be that. Emotionally, she'll come up with and say, hey, listen, I've actually just had a really shitty day. I've just really just, my best friend just fucking just just did me one over fucking romped me and I don't, I don't feel like interacting with people right now. But she's such a nice girl that she'll stand there anyway. But you would never have known this if you didn't force the issue. So that's why. Or romantically, that some girls that actually they do have boyfriends, but they're just not confident enough to say that's you in the moment. So they would rather you just run out of gas, so to speak, which is actually in their experience, a pretty good move because most guys do run out of gas. Most guys can't stand the pressure of being in front of a woman who's giving them nothing and to steady the ship, to stay in the pocket, to just maintain their 50 regardless of what's being reflected back to them. So I have to deal with this quite frequently because I will stand in front of anyone to the, to the end of time, to the end of the universe. 
I will hit you with qualification to the end. I will never run out. Why? Presence. Because qualification is unlimited when you are present. But you have to have the ability to remain present to be able to access that skill set. So, so that happens. It actually happens quite frequently to me, which is why I'm actually going quite deep into this. Because some girls are just, just they will just stand there hoping that you blow yourself out because they don't want to have to physically or verbally tell you, I can't be involved with this because of X, Y, and Z. So when you say to her, you know, I just feel like you're just not enjoying this. This shows some of you said social savviness, absolutely. Shows social savviness in which that you get it, you're reading the woman in front of you and that you're not going to waste each other's time. So I'm not entirely sure why we got into this entire topic. <laughs> We're so deep in it now. I don't exactly remember why. Oh, what to do? The dose to dinner with a cold woman. In which that, so this is what happens. If you stall on qualification, let's sum it back up here. You met with a cold woman, you realize that you got past the first minute or two, so we're pretty sure now it's not just she's cold with you, it's that she's just cold by nature. And we realize she's cold by nature, it's stalled within one or two minutes, which means we never got a chance to go into investment. We never got a chance to get real with each other. It's just stalled at at this part of the conversation, which is just that me just trying to qualify, trying to get her to respond and engage, but she's not engaging. So how do we rectify this situation? Well, we're not going to waste any more time. We're not going to be oblivious uh, to the situation. So I'm going to call it what it is and just tell her that, hey, I, this is what I'm feeling. I don't feel like you're very uh, connected or engaged in this. And you're not going to be a dick about it. You're not going to be accusatory about it. You're just going to call what it is. And I feel like you're just not enjoying the scenario. Is there any particular reason why? Right? You give her that, she will come up with it. So many times the boyfriend will come up. The boyfriend, and it just saves the pain. It saves the pain of this awkward, not working conversation that it's clearly not working and you're just like drowning instead of drowning each other in the awkwardness just call out the awkwardness for what it is guys this is very awkward right now you're not really giving me much is there a reason why and she'll go ah, yeah i actually do have a boyfriend i'm like that's fine have a great life though you know i want a great wish you a great life anyway all right you'll be amazed how many girls then flip <laughs> When you show that level of social dynamics, how many girls then go, oh no, no, but we don't we don't have to end it now. <laughs> I'm like, but you just tell me you weren't enjoying it, and you just tell me you had a boyfriend. And she goes, Yeah, but yeah, but waiting for you to pick up the lead. That's a whole different topic. That's a whole different what to do when you sense a girl actually wants you to progress it, yet she's saying the complete opposite. That's a complete different thing. We got super chats to address, so let's address them. So Tia then comes in with some follow-up saying, ah, this happened to me recently. Called a girl out this way and she melted, saying she just got out of a relationship and started a new stressful job. Context is we had a really good vibe, but she just stopped picking up any of my calls slash texts. Now, it really turned around and back to good vibes. Yes, sir. Excellent, T. Well done. Well done. Uh, okay, so we're getting into Super Chat questions now, and Johnny's provided specifics. Thank you, Johnny. So I'm going to go back up and read Johnny's initial Super Chat question, and then we'll go down to his specifics. Okay, let's go. Let's get it. And that should be a full summary. That should be a full wrap-up on how to deal with cold women. Stand your ground. Read the person in front of you. Don't waste time. Don't make it awkward. Yeah, be a good bloke. Uh, Johnny Nguyen had come in with a $2 US super chat all the way from New York. 
saying, Unigame during COVID? AKA New Party slash Vince. Still remember the old BDP. And for those of you who don't know what he's talking about, I have an entire podcast on how to uh, do university, how to meet women in university. There's one core principle in that referred to as net get net. If you would like to know more, go back to that podcast. Uh, Johnny then comes in saying he would just like some updated tips on the situation. So what is the situation? <laughs> T. Uh, Johnny comes in saying with some specifics. The net get, oh, here we go. The net get net concept is more unrealistic slash ineffective when social gatherings are far more difficult slash forbidden logistically. Maybe direct is better now. Okay. Okay. Very good. Johnny switched on. I like it. I understand that he already, he already understands the net get net concept. Now, I'm sure there are some of you going, like, what the fuck is the net get net concept? So basically, the way that we approach the core concept of my philosophy towards uh, meeting people at uni, I did spend an accumulated one year and two weeks at uni, which is that net gets net. You're not necessarily going out and putting your heart on your sleeve in a direct intent interactions with every girl in your lectures and your shoots. It's extremely socially unsavvy. But if you can create a social situation in which that something direct can be born outside of uni, ah, it seems a lot more savvy, doesn't it? How does that look? E.g. You're in your true, you're in your seminar, you happen to get talking uh, just with, hey, how's it going? You sit down to, sit down next to a girl in the fucking in the auditorium. And you say, how's it going? My name's Adam. And she's like, oh, my name's Sarah. And I study human movement. And all right, fuck, we're getting in there. We're talking here. She's got her friends next to her. Hey, my name's Adam. This is fucking Louise. Louise, what's up? All right, this is my friend, Jono. Jono, oh, cool. So now we've got a little bit of a group. Oh, maybe we see each other in the next shoot. All right, we sit on the same table in the shoot. Hey, girls, what are you doing this Friday night? We're thinking about going and doing a little bit of bar hop. Or we're thinking about going down to the food market. You guys in? Oh, fuck yeah. Let's add each other on Facebook. Hey, get the group chat going. Oh, sweet. Now we've got each other. In a group situation outside of uni, my net, aka my friends, because it wasn't a direct, I didn't ask Sarah out directly, but I asked Sarah and her friends out, aka Sarah and her net out, because I'm bringing my net. And so, with the concept of net gets net, right, that's where you now get this connection of, hey, I can have a real direct intent interaction now, or have the chance to convey direct congruent authentic principles and direct masculine energy in a one-on-one situation when my friend Jono is walking off with Louise and all of a sudden it's being Sarah. Hey, listen, Sarah, fuck it. Fuck it. I didn't even get a chance to say this in the seminar, but, you know, I, I actually think you're really pretty. And, you know, I just thought this would be a good way of us getting to connect. I'd say what it is. She went, oh, uh-huh. well, this is how I feel about, well, hey, this is what I feel about you. Now, this is, we're going to require extreme social savviness. I'm not going to ask you to make that direct pin and that direct statement if you are not 100% sure that there is a reciprocated vibe. You need to learn this through cold approach. Uh, you know, you'd only, you have to be socially savvy in that group meeting when you guys finally do get to a group meeting that actually the vibe is most likely reciprocated. Right? Otherwise, don't do it. Otherwise, give it more time, right? Go out again, see what it's like. But if you've been out honing your craft, if you've been, as they say, beaten on your craft 
and you've been meeting person after person after person, you've learned what it means to look into someone's eyes, to stay in the pocket, stay in the shit, receive that energy, and to learn what does is, what is a sexually polarized connection even feel like? Well, then it's pretty easy. It's even easier in a lukewarm social situation to pick up on the chemistry between you and someone because you've been battle-tested under the pressure of a cold approach in the street or in the club. So if I'm in the seminar with, and we're all here because we're all studying the same subject and because, well, anyways, you know what I'm saying? You know, it's easy. So that's the concept of net gets net. And this is the best way uh, I found when I was in uni. So let's move on to Johnny's more specific part of his questions. I just want to tie that up for you guys. It is a super chat though. He then come in saying, but how can we use the net get net if, if it's unrealistic to be using the modality of food market, bar hopping? We can't go out. We're not even allowed to be in groups of people. Say you're in Melbourne right now and you're in fucking lockdown. Well, you're not even allowed to go to uni then, so that doesn't do that. That precludes you from it. But then Johnny, uh, who's up in New York, they're a little bit more, they've got less restrictions than Melbourne do right now. He's asking... Is it better to go direct then? Is it better to go direct then at Union now? No, no, it's never going to be. It's never going to be a good idea. <clears throat> and then actually, he then goes on to say the savvy move seems to be setting up a more personal study session or logically or logistically sound scenario to be direct. But that's a guess, ha ha. So let me go back to what I was saying there, uh, Johnny. It's never going to be a good move to go direct off the bat in a socially pressured situation, in a situation in which that we come here, we go here, and I will be for the next year to five years. It's never going to be socially savvy to walk into a seminar room, sit down next to that girl and say, listen, just saw you, I was just walking in and I thought you looked beautiful. I had to say hey. It's, you are going to get the stigma of all stigmas. Oh, that's that guy. That's that guy. That's that fucking guy. That's that guy that likes to fuck. Right? <laughs> that's probably not the worst. You know what I'm saying? That's that guy that always hits girls up. <clears throat> you don't want that stigma. Trust me. If you're going to be there for the next year to five years, unsavvy. That's for your part, but also for the girl, for the woman. It's so much pressure for her. If Because... In a seminar room or a tutor room, people are packed in like sardines. You know, like you, you, people are around you and they go to this uni. So they're going to hear it. And how's she going to have to respond? It's like when people repro- uh, propose at basketball games or propose at live events, and but they're throwing up the Hail Mary. Like they're not entirely sure that she's going to say yes. It's like, what are you doing to the girl? Put under so much pressure. I once made a video on my channel called Fallen Soldier, and it was a breakdown of a guy who proposed to a girl at a live in a live public meeting area, and she turned him down, and it was an absolute fallen soldier, <laughs> but it was the pressure he put on her. Anyways, that video is still there if you want to check it out. Um, so anyways, two drop, dropping up uh, on Johnny here. So definitely it's never a good idea to go straight balls direct. But eh, if we're in a situation where net get net is not possible, there are, he, he suggested the idea of personal study sessions. <sighs> yeah, you could definitely go with that. But if you can go with a personal study session, why can't you go with a, hey, can we all just, you know, meet up at Central Park to keep our distance? You know what I'm saying? 
If you can do a personal study session, I don't think it's that much of a leap. You, how about this then? Let me let me meet you halfway, Johnny. If it was me, I'd meet you halfway. If we're sitting there like two two squirrels trying to crack a nut here, I'll take what you're saying, personal study session, because then it brings in the uh, the purpose of uni. But then I would then offer a better environment in which that I would say, but let's do it at Central Park. I think you can still maintain distance at Central Park. You know, just bring your textbooks, bring your bring your fucking A2 pencil, your B2 pencil, and you have a time. You have a time. You know, what I'm trying to say here, Jay, is you want to don't 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 completely backtrack on masculine intent. When you do net gets net, there's still the air of sexual polarization because when I do net gets net, I'm not asking, or when I'm back in the day, and when I suggest guys do it, it's not net gets net. Hey, Sarah, do do you want to come uh, bake cookies? Do you want to do you want to come and knit some sweaters together? It's not. We're not doing friendly shit. There's always the intent of there's something direct here in which that we're gonna to go to a bar together. We're going to uh, go up to this food market and you know have a bit of a bat, have a bit of an adventure together. You know, you always want to add that little spice to it. But if you just say personal study session. There's no spice to that. There's no paprika. There's no gana masala. There's no fucking Jack Sparrow about that. But if you could say, hey, you got your mate, you got a couple of your mates from fucking biochemical engineering, and you got Sarah and a couple of her friends, hey, listen, we're all we're all going crazy out of our minds in this COVID situation. Let's do a study session at fucking Central Park. Let's light it up. And you can add some of that spice to it because then it's a bit of an adventure to it as well. And what's most important is that don't just don't just, you know, make it make it an adventure. What I'm talking about is go to the northwest side of Central Park and go to the hill. Go up to the hill where you have to climb the rocks and go out of the top. There's a grassy hill. Uh, no reference to JFK, but there's a grassy you knoll. There's a grassy hill at the top in the northwest side of Central Park, which is perfect. That'll be perfect for a study session. There's even benches there if you guys want to get hardcore about it. So see how my mind goes crazy with this now because you want to add the spice. You want to add some adventure to it. So the girl, so versus if you just did a personal study session <clears throat> or a study session that's just purely about the study, yeah, it's too Japanese anime for me. It's too, uh, it's too Boku no Hero. It's too, uh, yeah, it's too Naruto. It's too much Naruto going on there, which that is just too friendly. It's too friendly. I need some spice. I want to... Because what's going to happen if you play it out, Johnny, is that, okay, so you tell the girls to meet you at the information center on the northwest side, which is close to near the lake, and you guys all meet there. And then, so what have you got off the bat? You've got an opportunity to demonstrate the awesomeness, to have fun, because you're going to go into that information center with the girls and say, hey, let's go in here because I, I want to go to this spot, but I'm not entirely sure how to get there. So let me get a map. You're going to go into there. Who's going to be there? There's going to be two guys who, they're pretty friendly. They're pretty friendly in there. And uh, they're kind of just happy to have a conversation with anyone. And so now you can use the principles that we would use on a day two, which is that we engage the woman we're with, with the world. <clears throat> we create a bubble together. Principles on uh, keys to day two, full guide to day twos, secret to amazing dates. <clears throat> We want to fuck around with the world. We want to create a bubble with us and this girl. So now that you can, you can, you can fuck around with the guys that are in there. You can make jokes with them, get her playing off of them, and with her friends. Okay, so you get the maps. You get the maps come out. Got the maps. Now you can. Now it's an adventure to even find the place. It's an adventure to even find where you're going. Right. 
but if you go the right way, you you climb through these like forest area to get to the top. And because it's quite jagged and rocked uh, to get up there, <coughs> if you <coughs> if you go up the way that I'm thinking, the way that I went anyway, which is probably the wrong way, if you don't just go up the steps, it's not going to be five girls on the left and five girls on the right. It's going to be one-to-one because there's only enough space to really for two people to walk up a trail like that. So you're going to get time with the girl that you want to be with. And now the spice of the directness can be infused. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, you can use a personal study, but yeah, just make sure you spice it up, okay? (coughs) Okay, so I think there was a tie on. Someone wanted to know a little bit more about this uni shit. Uh, Hopefully that answers that for you, Johnny. I think we went pretty deep on that, actually. Um, Who's next? There's a super chat before us. Don't worry, T, I've got you covered. But there was just, there was someone who asked something else about this uni thing that just might just be related. Oh, uh, yeah, here it is. Kakashi's sign come in saying, uni question add-on, can we just slide into girls' emails? Lol. Since we don't have in-person classes. If you have a connection, yeah, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't recommend it cold though. You know, it's like Instagram. Some of my clients ask, can I just start hitting girls up cold on Instagram? Listen, if you're six foot five jacked and that you've got a, you've got a cock the size of a horse, then you're okay. Then start sliding in. But I would not recommend if you do not fit any of those parameters. Shit. Shit. Uh, <clears throat> okay. Okay. I think that's all the questions on the uni. So. Oh, yeah, Johnny just then came with some feedback saying, Lol, I see. The details are that we are required to socially distance within buildings, but on campus we can meet of groups of like five to six. So I'll meet you halfway. There you go, Jay. Let me know how you go. Set it up, act upon it, execute it. Let me know how you go. Send me an email, adam at boldojo.com, or just go to boldojo.com. Konobongamiwa. Gokuri dekozaru. Uh, hopefully if I say it enough times you guys will just start learning Japanese that's that's the idea here Uh, but it's just so much fun Um, okay so the next the going back up the chat now T had dropped a super chat of an Australian $10 which means he got that yellow he got a yellow box around his super chat fucking love that uh Say, okay, so first off, I'm extremely grateful for that. Say, we say that at the bat, and for all super chats, they just go back to supporting the channel, and helps. Uh, it really helps what's going on here. So thank you, T. I really appreciate that. So he comes in with his Australian ten dollars super chat, saying, "Yo, Adam, got another question. Thanks for all these sessions. My mates asked me why I'm keen on casual dating with multiple girls. I said to grow and learn about myself. They asked." Why don't I do that in a monogamous relationship? End quotes. I was stumped. Any thoughts? Is there any follow-up to that or is that the entire question? I think that's the entire question. I just want to make sure because sometimes you guys, sometimes you guys rickroll me and you drop a whole bunch of context later on and then realize it just completely fucks up my answer because you gave me more context. Uh...
Nope, that's all that's all he gave us. Okay, good. Okay, so just right up there. So he's basically his mates, they've been in a sesh and they've been asking uh hang on a second, this is still yeah, we're good. Uh, he's been on a sesh with his mates and they've been asking him, Hey, why are you always uh why are you always seeing multiple girls? Why are you always seeing two, three girls at a time? Now to give you guys a bit of context, T is one of my clients and uh he's been the product of the last three or four social Q&As. The last social Q&A we did, the three-hour legendary session on phone sex, was all about T. And he's been learning a lot about uh, sexual progression uh, with multiple girls, obviously in the COVID situation. Uh, at the moment, he's got, a, he's got a, I think he's seeing five or six different girls at the moment, just regularly. That's not just like one-week interactions that he's been talking on and off, talking with for, not just on and off with, but talking with for the last... Uh, you know, a couple months, you know, three weeks at least, that type of thing. So a couple of his mates are saying, hey, mate, see, why, why are you seeing all these girls all the time? Why can't you just be with one girl, apparently? And they, well, maybe they didn't say that. But uh, he said that it's because he wants to grow and learn about himself. They asked, why don't I do that in a monogamous relationship? And you were stumped. Well, based on your response, T, you would be stumped because you left off half of the answer. So when you responded to your mates and you got a Steve-O saying, hey, why, why, are you, uh, why are you always seeing these multiple girls? Huh? Huh? And you say, because I want to grow and learn about myself. What are you missing? You're missing half of it. It, it does make sense because I, I would then logically then know, well, hey, couldn't you learn a bit, grow about yourself in a monogamous relationship or with no one in a just you, just on your own? Yes and yes. So you would be stumped. It's because you're missing half of the answer to why you need to be out seeing multiple people. Does anyone know? Does anyone know? Does anyone in the chat know what uh, T is missing in his response to said lads about why he needs to be seeing multiple girls and casual relationships specifically as well? He's missing half the answer. Learning and growing, definitely. But learning and growing about what? And who? And why? Right? There's, there's, there's quite a few big things missing here, T. All right, Mr. Skimo comes in saying, because other people are the mirrors? Question mark. T comes in saying, hmm. We'll see. See if any of you know him. What is he missing? Uh, and by the way, Ski comes in saying props wrong. <laughs> I'm not telling, I'm not going to say whether you're wrong or right now. I want to see a few of you uh, tap in here with what you'd be missing if your lads question you on the purpose of a casual uh, multiple relationship rotation of seeing people. And you say, just to learn and grow about myself, uh, learn about myself and grow, is you're missing half the pie there. Uh, when T says, T says, hmm, so he's thinking. So don't overthink it. Just come in. Uh, Johnny Nguyen comes to saying, missing the mother of his children, lol? Or actually, I put that question mark at the end because I don't know what you mean, Johnny. Missing the mother of his children? Missing the mother of his children. So you think T should have said, to learn and grow about my, to learn about myself and grow and to find the mother of my children. Okay, that makes a little more sense the way if you put it in that context. I'm not sure if I'm just putting words in your mouth though and you're just making lols. I don't know. Uh... Skimo then comes to saying, oh, yeah, yep. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Sorry, what's that, yeah, yeah. Sorry, what's that, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, Trim FDW then says it's faster? Question mark? A lot of question marks up in here, my friends. What? This is not a hard thing. This is a very easy answer. You guys will be kicking yourself when we get to this. It's faster? As in, Trim, what do you mean it's faster? It's faster to what? And this would be very good to see what you mean by it's faster, to see if you're really far off, to see if you're really focused on external or internal. Uh, let's see, what do you mean by faster? It's mm, a good question for you. Johnny Nguyen then comes saying, you got it. Oh, okay, so I was right on that. So Johnny's saying that T thinks it should be, he should have said to his mates, learn about myself and grow in order to find the mother of my children. Oh, yeah. So then Johnny actually has kind of nailed it. He's been very cryptic about it, but Johnny's kind of nailed it here. But he's been very cryptic, so it doesn't seem very obvious. T then comes saying, learning about different women, what they're like, how we connect differently. Yes. 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 We're getting a lot of half-baked answers that together make the full answer. Eric then comes in saying, learning about how he deals with other women, if it's only one, then everything that happens represents his whole experience with relationships. Dot, dot, dot. But different women, different experiences. Bang. Bang. That's a, what a beauty. That's a, that's another connection. That's connection here. That's connection point. We now got three answers. That's, that's the least, that's almost fully baked though. That's basically fully baked. Eric has pretty much nailed it. Um, But Johnny and, Johnny and someone else's came in, came in together nicely as well. Trim FTW then says, ah, Trim's given us his, he said it's faster, question mark. He says it's faster path on the journey versus with one woman at a time can get complacent. It's faster path on the journey versus with one woman at a time and can get complacent. Yeah, okay, Trim, good. I thought you were going to go down a very dark path. I thought you were going to go down that dark, hard case path of, oh, it's faster to get sex if I'm with more women. <laughs> Jesus. I really hope you weren't going to say that, but I don't put it past anyone. So I'm glad that you didn't. But uh, but you're definitely, Trim's definitely correct on that in terms of that. I'm not sure if faster is the right word, but it's definitely right. It's definitely the correct path on the journey in order to be able to learn and grow about yourself uh, because of what Eric has nailed. Oh, Skimura's come in saying, oh, it makes sense now. How are you going to know what kind of woman you like if you don't meet heaps? Question mark? That's definitely part of it. That's definitely part of it. So it skis far more on the money uh, than his previous answer. But to, so there's a few of you that had given slightly half-baked. That's still half-baked though. Um, when T said, sorry, T, uh, Ski said, because other people are the mirrors, and that how are you going to know what kind of women you like if you don't meet heaps? Absolutely. These are all correct. Uh, T was the one who actually asked the question. And he said, learning about different women, what they're like, how we connect differently. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Yes. Yes, but it's when Eric said learning about how he deals with other women. That's... Yeah, it's your boat. It's like all of you put together are coming to form this transformer. Uh, learning about how he deals with other women. If it's only one, then everything that happens represents his whole experience with relationships. And that's the money. That's the money right there, right? T, if you really want to look at it right there, and we'll unpack the principle here, but Eric's the principle of what Eric's saying there 
is that when you say when your mates are saying to you, why don't you have to be in all these casual relationships? Why don't you be in these multiple relationships? Right? And you say, because I need to learn and grow. But you cut it off right there. Of course they're going to be confused, because of course you could do that in a just on your own or in a monogamous relationship. But the point of casual and multiple relationships is that you need to learn about yourself in relation to others. That's the phrase. So if I'm sitting there with my mates and they say, Adam, like, I get asked that question as well. I get say, hey, man, Adam, Adam, like, I see that you never really seem to be with just one person. I, mean, I haven't seen you in a monogamous, monogamous relationship in a long time. Why is it you don't like monogamous relationships? It's like, it's not that I don't like monogamous relationships. Actually, I'm using this example right now. I'm realizing it's a bit different because the reasons are different based on where you are in the journey. So I need to rewind to 19-year-old Adam when Adam was 19 years old because it's the same thing. It's like, I see you, you know, you're seeing three to five different girls at a time. What's going on here? I say, well, listen, guys, I need to learn about myself in relation to others. If I only stay with one person, if I get locked down with one person, even if she's great, right, I'm limiting myself to the amount of experiences that I can learn from. It's nothing against her. It's got nothing to do with sex, actually, in terms of the transactional nature of what guys tend to think about casual relationships. It's that I just want to learn about... I'm sure there's differences between a woman that comes from an Asian upbringing than a Latino upbringing, but I don't know about that. I think I know about that, but I don't actually know. Do you know about that? Or do you think you know about that? Now you don't have to. That's my, that's my coaching mind going that he doesn't know about that because he doesn't know. Hasn't done it, doesn't know. So let me learn about what it means to go through a sexual experience with a girl from an Asian upbringing and a Latino upbringing and then a Caucasian upbringing then an Egyptian upbringing, and then an African upbringing. And so I get to learn more about women and these different women, absolutely. And I get to understand women more as a fuller picture, absolutely. But then what that means for me, what about all the tests I have to go through? What about all the adversity I have to go through? Again and again, being shown with each individual girl about what I don't know, about, okay, I thought they, she would operate this way, but she doesn't. I learned about that. I made mistakes there. This girl really wanted me to be really dominating with her. I wasn't enough and fuck, she, there was some clangs and bangs in there. So you're banging about and you're trying to learn as much as you can. But then what about the actual macro principle of what it means to be the type of person that can uphold multiple relationships? It's not only the lessons within each individual relationship, but the macro principle of being the type of person that can uphold the multiple relationships in which that the level of outcome independence, in which that you have absolutely no need, no need. You cannot show any level of neediness to any one of them that sense this. And that, hang on, not just that. It's not just a casual relationship for you, is it? It's a casual relationship for her as well. So you have to show that it's okay, and I'm okay with letting you go. That my love for you exceeds my need for you. Allah, the Dalai Lama, quote that was in last week's uh, bowl sip. The best relationship is the one in which your love exceeds your need for each other. So what kind of person do I have to be that can genuinely have a beautiful sexually intimate experience with a woman and then set her free off and allow her to set me free off to go see someone else the next night and have that similar experience with? That's high-level, high-level detachment. That's letting go of who you think you are. That's putting your ego to bed. That's putting, a, that's putting your ego to bed that night, and then the next day, putting a harness on your ego and directing it in a certain direction. 
principles, 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 right? What type of level of direct, congruent, authentic do you have to operate on to be able to show three to five different girls at the same time that all of that, also those things as well, but also that when you're hitting me up, that because they're going to test you. These girls, they're going to, the girl's role, the woman's role, the feminine's role is to test. So they're going to overtext you, overcall you, want to meet up too frequently based on the principles, the T's and C's of a casual relationship. Allah, go back to my entire, I've got several podcasts and videos on it, this entire podcast on it, me and a tree, video on it, me and a tree. I'm sure there's a social QA on it as well. Right. When she tests you, when she says, hey, hey, Adam, I'm at the movies. Uh, me and my friends are here. Uh, do you want to meet up? Do you want to meet up? Even though you just saw her yesterday. You go, hang on a second. We already talked about the T's and C's of a casual relationship. I thought we agreed we would only see each other once a week and certainly not introduce, introduce each other to our friends. What? Can't do that. And what about when she throws a tantrum? And she goes, I'm so selfish, Adam. I just want to be with you. I just want to fucking be with you, right? Why are you to be such a dick, Adam? And that's all you get? And then, so, and then it's just radio silence? Can you stay steady? Can you steady the ship and go, okay, I don't need to respond to that. She broke the T's and C's. She knew the T's and C's. So... I'll let her be. She'll come back when she realizes she makes a mistake. Five days later, she sends you a text going, I'm sorry. But can you be the guy that can hold out for five days, not feel like you have to say, I'm sorry, I'm so fucking sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And you completely break your principles. It's endless. It's endless. I could go all day. What I'm trying to paint on here that gets summed up in one phrase for you, T, is that when your mates say to you, why do you need to be in cultural relationships? Well, I need to learn and grow in relation to others. That's it. That's it. You don't need to go into a whole philosophical rant as I have because the buck ends there. The, st- is the buck stops there. There's no rebuttal to that. Well, can't you learn about yourself in relation to many others in a monogam... What? That. 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 Their goose will be cooked. Their goose will be cooked. <laughs> you can't, it doesn't end there. Well, can't you learn about yourself in relation to many others on your, uh, on your own? Nah. Goose is cooked. You can only learn about yourself in relation to many others by seeing many others. Very well. Very good. Okay. So, uh, T then came in saying, oh, is the reason different for you now, Adam? Full circle clock face. Absolutely it is. I can dive into that if you would like. Uh, Ah, it's like the T then again comes in saying, ah, it's like the adversity you have to go through to get there compared to average dudes. Yeah, the the casual multiple relationship style is a learning tool. I've never pushed it as a lifestyle. I've never said to you, this is the way you should live, that this is the way all men should live. I have done much, much study in in our in our human proclivity to what style mating system that we are best suited for. And you know what the answer is? The most opportune. This is the most, this is the answer that the current people will argue, but the most sound, when I look at all the different arguments of whether we should be in pair bonded mating system, in community based bonding, bonding system, in a harem based mating system, just et cetera, et cetera, all the different ones you can think of three guys, one girl, two girls, seven guys, whatever. <laughs> That's a bit excessive, but you know what I'm talking about? That at the end of the day, the most sound argument I have heard is that. The best mating system for human beings is the most opportune, right? And the most opportune for me, if I'm looking at someone who is underdeveloped in social dynamics, is the one that allows him to learn the most. Are you going to learn the most by being with one woman? 
No, you're not because you're not allowed to engage with other people. But it's never about the sex. It's never about the 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 the, the wang flopping. It's never about you rocking up to a house party to be able to say to you guys, "Oh yeah, I saw three girls. I saw five girls." Like, I don't. Want, it's not ever about that. It's about. Oh, hang on a second. I got put through the fucking ringer this week because this girl showed me how much I need her, and I got really insecure when she told me that she had been with another guy the previous night, even though I know it's the T's and C's and I know I shouldn't get upset about it, but fuck I did and I had to battle with my ego and had to go into meditation about it. And then there was this other girl who was really pushing on me so hard I had to push her back a little because she wanted to see me too often. Shit, so much to learn. It's The casual multiple relationships is the most opportune for someone who needs to learn, right? who needs to learn about social dynamics, learn about himself in relation to others. That is the nugget. That is the shell of it. It is not the lifestyle. Once you learn the lessons you need to learn, T, once you learn those lessons, you are then free to go into monogamous relationships. You are then free to get married if you so choose and involve the government and the religious institutions. You are then free to live a life of celibacy. But you are not free to live a life of celibacy and you are not free to go into monogamous relationships if you do not know yourself in relation to others. In my opinion, if you wish to learn about yourself, if you don't wish to learn about yourself, go into monogamous relationships in relation to others, sorry. If you do not wish to learn about yourself in relation to others, please go into monogamous relationships. Please go into celibacy voluntary. But if you have hopes of learning about yourself in relation to others and to excavating that level of development in your temple, then you must engage multiple relationships, casual at the same time. Because of fears of insecurities, your inadequacies, your ability to be strong, steady the ship, be a masculine being, and learn about very various different styles of beings. How could you do that? How could you fucking do that if you're only seeing one person? Nothing against one person, right? One of my mate got one of my mates got married the other month, right? One of my mates is in a monogamous. Most of my mates are in monogamous relationships. T. My closest, both of the guys that I was out with on the, the last last week, Roy and Jordan, original bowl members. Roy and Jordan, they are both in monogamous relationships. Right now, Jordan's been in a monogamous relationship for the last like four years, I think. Uh, one of my other mates, shout out to the Red Beard Mike. He's married. He's married, right? I've never said that you have to, like I personally don't like monogamy at all for me. For me, it does not suit me at all. And you asked a question about does it does the reason change based on where you are in the clock face? Yeah, absolutely. The reason why Adam, so do you see now? Adam at 19, who had a very underdeveloped social temple, needed to learn as much as he could about as many people, had to choose the most opportune mating system, which is multiple casual relationships because it allows him to learn, gives him the opportunity to learn as much as he can. But that's not the reason now. I've learned, I've learned those lessons. I've learned what it means to, on the same night, go between, it's not recommended, I don't recommend this, but on the same, within the same day and night, go to three different girls' houses because you're in three different girls' relationships. I've learned what it means to uh, have a girl p- break the rules, push on the T's and C's, and have to knock her back and say, listen, you're breaking the rules. And to have her say you're a dick and say that you're inconsiderate and to hold the line and to hold the silence until she comes back, apologizes because she realized she broke the rules. And so that makes you stronger. I don't know what it means to, to be awake at night thinking about what that girl's doing with another guy because that's 
of course, that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing with girls. I've learned those. So the reason why Adam at 27 is still chooses open, casual-free relationships is very different to when I was at 19. It's always about purpose, always about reason. You got to understand, yo. Understand yourself. If you would like to know uh, what the reason is now, I'm happy to elaborate on it, but hopefully that explains to the point of your main question. Uh, T then comes in saying, mm, os, 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 os. Uh, Trim FTW comes to say, what is the reason you date multiple girls full cockface? Oh, there you go. So he's already asked you for it. Hey guys, is it too dark in here? It's pretty dark in here. Pretty dark in here. I think it's pretty dark. By the way, are any of you noticing how crisp the stream is? Are any of you noticing that there is no buffering? Like you might see, you'll see the uh, the lens refocuses. The light has to. Um, okay, now that's fu- that's really bright now. <laughs> Jeez, sorry guys. That's why it's really bright. Um, that's a bit better on the top end. Top end. Uh, kind of, kind of. It's a bit much. Hang on, guys. I'll be with you in a sec. Let me just get this right. I kind of fucked it. Focus, focus. Yeah, that's alright. That's okay. Um, I mean, have you noticing that there's no buffering on the internet connection? Because we got. I told you I sorted out. I told you I got fed up with the internet. I got a new internet provider, and uh, it's fucking crisp. Absolutely crisp. The upload speed is like. Almost 30, I have 30 times the upload speed now than when we did for the previous year of social Q&As. So that's why uh, this shit gets uploaded so quick now. And uh, there's no buffering on it as well. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So let's get to the new one. Uh, let's get, to, so Trim asked the question that I think T actually wanted to ask as well. And by the way, guys, I realize there are other questions. So I will go back up with another super, super chats. It's going to take me a while. There's a lot of chat up in here. Uh, so T, Trim had asked, what is the reason you date multiple girls, full clock face. I almost kind of started going into it before, which was that for me, I don't like monogamy at all. Uh, between my, from coming up as a kid, between, I've had a lot of parents. <laughs> I've had a lot of parents, okay? By, just, but just between my core mother and father, I counted it the other day. Uh, it's, it's either seven or eight. Between the two, they've had an accumulated eight marriages, seven or eight. You know, my dad's had three or four. My mom's had three, I think. Something like that. I have to go back and count it up again. Somewhere around that, though. Uh, I've had a lot of step-parents. I've had a lot of personal first-hand experience of marriage not working out. And that's just personal first-hand. And seeing what it does to people. You know, being a kid who's the result of uh, his core two parents having had an accumulated seven or eight marriages between the two. You know, three on one end, four on the other. I think my dad's had... Let's see... Kaya's mom, my mom, Virginia. Yeah, my dad's had four marriages. Currently married right now. My mom, that guy. I th- oh, mom's only, maybe mom's only two. Ah, yeah, maybe mom's only two, actually. Ah, maybe it's, okay, yeah, it's, it's either seven or eight, something like that. Somewhere between there. And so, not only is being as a child who's a product of that, the living situations, what happens there? So that means I'm always moving. You know, I had extremely tumultuous upbringing in terms of uh, my living situation. I had, I had to live in, uh, when my mom remarried with uh, my stepdad at the time, previous stepdad, we got, got taken out of school in Melbourne and had to fly across the world and go to school in London. 
uh, school in London, England. Had to go to school in England, and uh, that was that was that was a horrific experience. I once got interviewed on Kevin Wu's uh, podcast, and I discussed that more in depth. Uh, so, but anyways, getting to the point here, not to give you my full life story, but you know, all the step families, all the step families, all the step siblings I have. Uh, from the the products of all these different marriages, and you know, I have untold step siblings from all these different uh, marriages, and so basically, what I'm trying to paint here is that I've not had a very good experience. I want to say good. I've never seen marriage work out personally, uh, firsthand. But I'm also quite educated to know that my first pers- first person hand experience is not reflective of marriage as a mechanism. You know, that I'm just one of one even if I have quite extensive one-of-one experience. Uh, but what I've also looked at, just statistics. Usually all you have to do is look at divorce rate and go, well, this system doesn't really seem to work for a lot of people. So I've always known from a very early on that involving the government and a religious institution was never going to be my deal. There are ways of doing marriage that don't involve government or religious institutions. There are some uh, tribal rituals that I think are quite beautiful, I think could be done in the right way. The Hawaiians have quite a good one. Can't remember the name of it, but I believe Bart, Quan, and Gio Antoinette, the guys from Barbell Brigade and JK Films, they did, that's how they got married, somewhere in Hawaii in a spiritual more ceremony rather than involving the government or religion. Anyways, there's that. So that always pushed me away from the idea of marriage. But then in terms of monogamy now, getting down to the what T was really talking about, uh, which is that I've learned, I've learned that. When I was in my last serious monogamous relationship, that I got to the end where my desire for sexual variety was too strong, in which that I consider myself a pretty good bloke. I consider myself pretty integral, pretty direct, pretty congruent, pretty authentic, to the point where I had this conversation with my girlfriend at the time, which is that, listen, you know, like we've been together for almost two years, and I would literally take a bullet for you. I would, I would happily push you out of the way of an oncoming car and take that take that ride. But at the same time, when I go out, because remember at the time that I was with her, I was just becoming a coach at that time. But she was such a good girl that she allowed me to become a coach. So what that meant was that I was still coaching. I was learning to coach guys, which means I was having to demonstrate. I was having to go up and meet women for my clients and demonstrate how to open a girl. It's just that I said to her, I just won't progress it. You know, I'll, I'll go the full way. I'll go the full open qualification investment close, but I just want to progress it sexually because we're in a monogamous relationship. And she was so good that she would allow that. She trusted me because our relationship was so good. It was built upon that foundation of trust that she believed that uh, Adam wouldn't fuck me over that way. And I never did. But what I did realize was that the temptation's strong, strong, that even it was a battle for me. It was a battle for me that when I'm seeing so many different women throughout the week and not only that, that it has purpose, that it's not just for the sake of flopping your wang about but and getting your dick wet, but but I'm actually needing to meet women now to expand who I am and my expertise to be able to coach people, but I'm missing a core component, which is the sexual dance that happens when we're back on the day two, like I had with her, or back on the day three. And I'm missing that part of it, and it's just it just doesn't feel right now. You know, at, at first it was okay because, you know, a lot of my clients were only at the progression level of just being able to meet a girl on the street. None of them were really gone on day twos, you know, back when I was first starting. But as I got 
uh, better at coaching and my clients are now going on regular day twos, regular day threes, getting into regular casual relationships. But I'm in a monogamous relationship. I need to learn more about this. I need to learn more about this as a coach. As a coach. That was the, that's the, the differentiation there. I'd already learned that about that for me. I understand before I got into that relationship, the two-year one, I'd already been through many casual relationships, multiple relationships, and I learned that for me. But now I need to learn about what does that mean as a coach? Because I wasn't a coach in my initial casual relationships. I wasn't that at all. I was learning for me. I wasn't breaking shit down for other people. I was breaking shit down for me. But it's a whole different thing when you have to then teach that to someone else. So that was the beginning of the shift into the coach mindset. Now that was... 2015-ish. It's been five years since then. I've been professionally coaching for five to six years now since that point. But I'm still not in monogamous relationships, am I? Because what I found is that being a red-blooded male of my particular psychological makeup, sexual variety to me is very important, extremely important. And you need to move past the penetration visual of that and go that the more so the psychological fulfillment of sexual variety, in which that, you know, as great and as amazing as one girl can be, there's always something that, and let's say that she's very feminine, let's say she's very uh, submissive, and she provides a certain sexual style emotionally, and that in which that she's going to be the type of girl that uh, likes, to, likes to cuddle, likes to stay in bed on the Sunday morning, likes to, uh, you know, wants to take the road trip, you know, that type of girl. But the sexual experience I get from her is not the same sexual experience as I get from a 40-year-old French woman who's been around the ring and just wants to get fucking whipped, just wants to grab me by the neck and dig her fingernails, her French fingernails into my neck into the point where I'm bleeding and wants to fucking scream and have herself choked and, you know, extremely animalistic and, you know, crack the whip herself. I'm never going to get that. And I think, uh, as I learned about myself, is that it's not fair for me to get into monogamous relationships with girls when I know that this is my nature and that I like that. It's not even an accepting thing of like, oh, accepting that I just like sexual variety. No, it's that I like that, that that's what I want. And so that I would never put that on another person. I would only, I would only select for partners that were okay with that to prevent the cleanup crew, to prevent the mop-up crew in post, in which that we get three months. If I allow myself to fall deeply madly in love with one girl, I allow her to do that as well. But then if I know this about myself that, hey, after six, seven months, you know, I want to I want to see someone else. I want, I want to experience something different. And I want her to as well, which is also really important. Like towards the end of my monogamous relationship with that other girl, I was trying to get her to see other people. I was trying to get her friends involved. I was, you know, trying to, do every which way, but I realized that, you know, that wasn't fair on her because that's not what she signed up to. So it makes sense. I was never angry at her for that. But, but so I know if you know this off the get, if you know your true, what your uh, set point is, well, then why would you start by making a, a, a bad move, a wrong mistake, a mistake? It would be a mistake for me to, to entertain that style of uh, relationship if I know that's not what I'm, what I'm about. So at this stage in life, and of course, it's all very liquid. It's all very fluid. We've talked about kids before, my friends. We talked about kids before. And you said, Adam, you're, you talk about kids a lot in your analogies. You talk about using potential sons, potential daughters, as if you're already planning to have kids. And I'm like, I am. 
as in not that I'm not in like the white picket fence style, but if the right situ- if the right woman came across and I'm like, oh, mother of children, let's go, I wouldn't hesitate to pull the trigger on that. But at the same time, I I would make sure that that trigger is pulled under the stipulation of that we're going to have to have an open system. While there will be a core, you know, you can only have one parent, uh, two parents. You can only have the origins of two parents. But there has to be an open parenting system here. There will have to be because I need her to see someone else and I want to be able to see someone else at the same time and have that fluidity. How that goes, that's what I'm saying. There's going to be evolution. There's always going to be evolution. Nothing's ever set in stone. But hopefully that explains that for you guys. If I haven't been clear on certain aspects, just drop a follow-up question. There was a question from Jay Battelle. I got to ca- I got to catch up in a sec, so I'll, I'll do that. Uh, but yeah, the, all I was talking on there was the difference uh, for why you might choose open style at different stages in the journey, and it should change. Your evolution should change based on what you're learning. Remember what I said: the best mating system is the one that is most opportune. Which, by the way, is not my. That's my way of saying it. But it's a principle I learned from Matt Ridley's The Red Queen. Incredible, incredible text. Should be foundational learning. Should be uh, compulsory learning in high school. That book. I actually gave my copy to a client. I sent it to him. Shout out to Luis. <laughs> uh, okay. So, so, Mr. Aduskimot had come in saying, you got new internet provider, didn't you? I sure did. Sure did. I'm happy to give them a shout out, even though I'm getting nothing for it. Mate, NBN, they were crisp. They were great. They were great with setting up my new NBN connection, and everything's been very sweet since then. Yeah, fuck Telstra. <laughs> Telstra is horrible. Telstra is terrible. Okay, we got fed up with them. Okay, then Johnny Nguyen then come in saying, oh, Johnny Nguyen came with another, another super chat? Jesus, Johnny. Send some love. Most appreciated. Hontani Kanshesta. Comes in with a $5 super chat saying... You've unlocked a dormant part of my brain with the words, in quotes, love you more than I need you, in quotes. Yeah. Yeah, that's a beautiful thing from the Dalai Lama. The best relationship is the one in which that our love exceeds our need for each other. Yes, I really appreciate that uh, super chat. Just goes back to everything we do here, Jay, and I'm glad that that could resonate for you. I've got a um I've got a client right now who I knocked back from doing a 30-day challenge just this past week. I told him no. Well, in ter- when I said no, I said that I will not be the one to guide you. I said that I cannot entertain you doing a 30-day challenge because of your mindset. His mindset was because in just paraphrasing, but this is the gist of it. When I asked him why he wanted to do a 30-day challenge, he came to me saying, Hey Adam, is it under the the guise of, is it okay for me to do a 30-day challenge right now? He's seeking my guidance. And I said to him, okay, well, tell me why you want to do it. And he goes, well, you know, I, I want to improve my skill set, but you know, Adam, it's because, you know, I just want to get some kind of abundance. I want to get some kind of fruit. You know, I just want to get some taste of the fruit. You know, I'm hoping that th- it could be this one. I'm hoping that this time around, this would be the 30-day challenge that changes my life that I would finally meet that 10. And I said to him, I can't do it. I'm sorry, we can't do it. He's like, I, I, I'm, uh, and it's not because I don't like you. <laughs> it's not because of that at all. It's because 
your mindset and your intent for why you want to do a 30 day challenge is in direct opposition of my life philosophy. So we would never get a positive outcome. So what you need to do is go away and think about this. And of course we did a whole session on it, but he was so focused on the external, so focused on the external get that he was just want to do a 30 day challenge just to meet it his 10 and for that to change his life for him. That may happen on a 30 day challenge. That's not why you do it. And if you ever go into it thinking that's why you should do it, well, then you shouldn't even start. You shouldn't even start. You wouldn't even finish, most likely. Um, Johnny then comes in saying, I personally feel pro-monogamy due to my upbringing, but I definitely relate to what you're saying, and I love that you shared that. Yeah, yeah, Jay. Absolutely. And, you know, all the different mating styles, I said to you guys before, all of my mates are in either hardcore monogamy or marriage, right? That's all of my close mates. I am the only one of my close circle. Yeah, yeah. Of my close, close circle, like the guys that I'm defending the village with and that I'm defending the wall with. Uh, I'm the only one that does this right now currently. And it's not set in stone. You know, it might change. It might change in the future. It doesn't seem like it, but it might. And I'll never say that it wouldn't. You know what I'm saying? And that we all coexist in quite harmony as well, by the way. You know, we, we all coexist harmoniously, even though we have such different ways of living. And this is a key to life, uh, which a lot of people have lost in their religious nature towards their viewpoints in life. Unwilling to change and extremely uncompromising to other people's way of thinking. Uncompromising. So T then comes in saying, hmm, I'm not sure where I sit. Relationship still sounds nice, but a long way to go before I'd be ready for that. Like I said to you before, I got super ranty on you. I got super emotional, which is uh, if you're if you're entertaining ideas of evolving who you are in terms of social dynamics and also in general, there's only one relationship style for you right now. You will not learn that through monogamy. Monogamy, in my, I've said this a lot of times, monogamy for someone in that position is earned. You must earn the ability to see one woman and to go that I am developed enough to be able to provide her what she needs. If you can't provide her what she needs, get back in the classroom. Keep working. Keep learning. Yeah, boy. That was a great sum up. That was a great sum up. Uh, Jody then came in saying, I can't wait till I reach that point of my own journey that I've had the other side deeply learned and see what triggers I'll reach for then. What other side are you talking about, Jay? I can't wait till I reach that point of my own journey that I've had the other side deeply learned what's the other side you're talking about just drop that down there because i gotta go back up in the chat and address a few questions that were dropped way way earlier but i'll come back to that okay so i'm just going back up the chat here uh how how deep are we into this sesh oh we're not that deep <laughs> the, the new standard is three hours uh okay, so what i'll do is unless there's any more super chats i'm just going to quickly address some quick fire rapid fire open q a's that weren't super chats and then we'll kick out so, this is going to take me a while to get through this. I know Jay Patel was one of them. If you guys have asked a question and you think I've skipped over it because this chat is so chatty, uh, just repost it. Uh, all I'm doing is just going through the chat here, just seeing what I've missed. Now, I've got that question on the pod on stopping people. Uh, yeah, come independence. Yeah, we got that. Uh, okay, okay, so it looks like Jay Patel was the next question. 
unless I'm missing someone for someone else. So Jay Patel coming in with a question saying, yo, man, I've recently moved into college and I can't get over the fear of approaching a girl <laughs> because they're so hot here compared to where I was living. I'm 18, by the way. Do you have any tips for a beginner? So what's amazing is that Jay Patel's question was answered through Johnny UN's Super Chat. We've already addressed this. So all Jay would have to do is go back and watch the section on uh, Nate Gets Net. So that's that's over there. Now, there is something more specific. He did say that there's an added element of that. It's not just he doesn't understand Nate Gets Net, which he should now, but that the girls at his college are way more attractive than what his hometown had. Uh, do I have any tips for a beginner? Yeah, it doesn't change the play though. Like just the fact that he's a little bit scared because the girls are a little bit more in physically intimidating. He still needs to get to the place of cultivating his skill set to the point in which that he realizes we're all just one, that they're all just babies. They all came out of the womb just like I did. And that actually, as Audrey Hepburn said, the prettiest girls are the happiest girls. It's got nothing to do with uh, their looks. You know, it's just, it's very surface level. Um, so tips for a beginner. For him, baby, baby, the baby lens. As a beginner, all you need to be filtering your perspective around these extremely attractive women is that overall just babies. We all just came out of the womb. Just because she's physically amazingly sculpted and looks like she belongs on the cover of uh, of Dolly or whatever, that doesn't change who she is as a human being. That doesn't that doesn't say anything for who she is as a human being. You know, it's, it's just the wrapping paper. We need to get to the present. So, just a baby. Everyone's a baby. As uh, as Matt, something that Matt used to say to me is that, oh, Adam, look at these people. These people are all clowns. Look at these clowns. <laughs> that was one way to overcome the fear of just random people in general. Is like he would say to me, we would sit there in a food court and we'll look at all these people before we're about to go meet them. And we go, Adam, Adam. Look at these clouds. <laughs> They're just clouds. And that would make us feel really good about going up and meeting them because it's like, oh, we're all just clowns. Like, what are we doing? We're just clowns. We're wearing these threads, these weird clothes that, that, that you know, wh- why? Why are we doing that? Why do we drive these cars? Why do we drive these cars? And why do we live in these houses? Like, the, the earth has everything we needed from the beginning. It's like, what are we doing? Why do we have these social media? Instagram? What are you, cl- you clown? Right? And we, we wear these glasses and we go to the sushi hub and we buy. Look at that guy there buying sushi. What a clown. Right? <laughs> and it wasn't like just outwardly directed, inwardly directed as well. It's like, what are we doing? We're going out here meeting people. We're such clowns. You're just absolute clowns. And when you bring that visual of a clown, you can't take anyone seriously. Can't take yourself seriously, and so it's it's a good motivator there. But anyways, for him more specifically, of attractive girls, hey baby lens, hit him with a baby lens. Even the most intimidatingly attractive girls can be all relegated to babies, cause they are, and so are you. I'm a baby, she's a baby. All right, don't take anything so seriously. Uh, now moving beyond. Uh, yeah, Johnny Nguyen then added Jay Patel saying, "I dropped a super chat on Unigam." Yeah, yeah, so that already got addressed there. Very good, very good. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. 
Okay, BM3 Race had come in saying, by 2050, Japan is going to be the world's greatest power. Number two equals Turkey. Number three equals Poland. I don't know why that's relevant. I don't know why you even dropped that BM Racer, but I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, Nihonwa Sugeris. Uh, okay, moving on. Any more random questions? No, no, that's all social savviness. Went through there. Again, if guys, if I'm if I'm skipping over anything, just let me know. Meow, 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 meow. Uh, I'm on my way to Viridian City. <laughs> that's basically where we go. We're going to Viridian City right now. I think that's it. Oh, T had come in with a question about. Well, he'd say that I think group dates are a massive thing in Japan. Never done it though. Yeah, it is. It's a way of life over there. Uh, he then goes on to say, why is it not savvy to be direct at uni slash social circles? Already addressed that in the in the uni section. Completely unsavvy. Because of the social stigma. We unpacked that already. Oh, Dan Loading. Dan Loading came with a question. Yeah, here we go. Let's get tight with this one. Uh, Eric had come in with a question saying, from last week's sesh, the setup for that scenario was that it was an interaction that couldn't be done in person. Hence, the phone sex. What about phone sex after a day two? Same or different? Uh, so, obviously, the beginning, the beginning stages, the beginning setup aren't necessary. Hang on a second, Eric, though. What have you done on the day two? What level of chemistry have you achieved within the, within the day two? At the bare minimum, you guys should have kissed. Nah, 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 meow, 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 meow. Hang on a second. No, 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 no. If, if after a date, if you guys had a day two, don't go into phone sex. Like if you have the ability to see each other, don't go into phone. Phone sex is always second best. It's only if you're a 13 year old talking to a girl who's in Brisbane and you're in Adelaide, or if you're in Adelaide and she's in London, or if you're a in COVID situation, you can't physically see each other. Like it's second best. If you can meet up in person, that's it, right? You meet up in person, do not get into, like for example, in Eric Simpson's scenario, they had a great day too. He, he, he nailed the kiss. There's some good polarity. And then let's say that was on a Friday. And then the next night, fucking Jenny uh, calls him up and, and she's like, hey, what are you doing? What are you doing, Eric? And Eric goes, oh shit. Oh shit, hands go out wide. Surfboard more. This is like this is like that social QA that I studied up on the other night, where she's given me open-ended, emotional-based lingering. It's not logically devoid. And it's not it's not closed. It's open. What does this mean? What did Adam say about that? Oh shit. That means she's prime for something that could be led into something a little bit deeper. But hang on a second. Do you pull that trigger? Should I pull that trigger? Because I can see her tonight, or I can see her the next day. Don't pull that trigger. Even if she's given you the trigger, don't pull it. Right? I know it's tempting, especially because if you've been studying the last four weeks of Q and A's, especially last week's Q and A that was direct on phone sex, you probably want to try that shit out. I want to try that shit out. When I reviewed that podcast, I'm like, I want to try that shit out, even though I'm the one who created it. <laughs> That's how exciting it is. But, but Eric. If I, in this day, just went out and met a girl today, we went on day two tomorrow, we had a phone call on Sunday, and she's given me that that sign that she'd be ready for something kinky tonight, but I know I could just see her tonight or the next day, don't pull that trigger, okay? Don't do it. He said, what about phone sex after a day two? Same or different? 
Yeah, just don't pull the trigger. Just don't do it. Just don't go into it. Unless until, but then he's like, but when? But when? Well, then the only time that it's that it's acceptable is when you've had a solidified, real physical connection. Then you can, then you guys can coconut oil all you want. Then you can tits out for the boys all you want after that, but not pre primary connection. Primary connection in person first, always, forever. Zutto, zutto. It's motoyeni, always and forever. Okay. Uh, hi, Sodis. Hi. I'm imagining in your mind you're saying to me right now, hi, hi, Sodis. Uh, who's next? Who's up next? I almost skipped that question. I almost didn't say that. Okay. I met you halfway. Adoskimoid comes some soon, saying some things. Just going down the questions, guys, here, and we're wrapping it up here. So we'll get some rapid fire questions in. Uh, uh, that's all fine there. How are you going? No, that's all answers to previous questions. Good, good. So yeah, Johnny had said something. He goes, I can't wait until I reach that point of my own journey that I've had the other side deeply learned. I just didn't know what he meant. So he came in with a bit of further context and he said, your side, Adam, people like you or other styles in general or to the quote you or to quote you in quotes, myself in relation to others. So Johnny's saying he can't wait to reach the point of his own journey that he reaches the other side, deeper learn, and see what triggers he'll reach for then, a.k.a. your side, Adam, people like you, or other styles in general, or to quote you, myself in relation to others. I'm still not clear on it, Jay. Are you saying that you can't wait to become full circle and see what... Okay, actually, now I'm starting to put it together. So I think what Johnny's trying to say is that he can't wait to get a full circle, you know, do the learning for himself, go through the learning pillars of that will eventually lead to multiple casual relationships and go through that so that he learns his foundations of multiple casual relationships, open style, learns all the foundations that we went hard on for tea. We spent like a good 10, 15 minutes on what it means to learn through each individual multiple relationship like the ones within him, but then also the macro principles of being the type of person that could uphold multiple relationships. So Johnny's saying once he gets through all that and then see what triggers you'll reach for then. Hmm. Is that what you mean, Johnny? Is that what you're saying? If I'm getting it wrong, please let me know. Otherwise, because that's the way I'm interpreting it. And to that I say, you can only ever be where you are right now. Can't be six months down the journey right now. So enjoy the journey right now. Enjoy the moment for the journey right now. And uh, I, you know, I used to think that. I used to. Th- it's, it's hard not to think that. When I was uh, coming up, you, you, you long for the days in which that, when is this qualification to investment balance going to work? <laughs> when am I going to fucking nail it when I learn to just shut up and let her invest? When is that going to happen? When, you, you, you long for the day that you overcome the issue you are currently faced with. But I really advise against that because once you do get over that, it's like you miss it. It becomes, it becomes a point. Well, not missing. Missing is the wrong word. But you become, you, 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 you think about like, that was so difficult for me at that time. And I wish I had just honored it at that time, you know, because it's over now. 
Mm, it's over now. You know, it's like when you do finally get to the point in which that to Johnny's thing here, because Johnny's a little bit further down the line. Let's say Johnny that let's re, let's fast forward six months and I hit and I'm and I bump into you in fucking Union Square and I just got off a day two or something. I just chilling with a girl in the fucking grass and uh, I say, "What's going on?" And you're like, "Hey man, I literally just got off a day two and I'm about to meet another girl." And I'm like, "Hell yeah!" And I'm like, "Where'd you meet this next girl?" I'm like, "Oh, I've actually been in a casual relationship." And I'm like, "Oh, okay. Uh, how many other girls are you seeing right now?" Oh, I'm seeing. I'm actually in like I'm seeing three different girls right now. They're all like, I'm like, are they seeing other people as well? And you're like, yeah, they're all seeing other people as well. And so what I'm saying, what I'm painting here is the point that you're talking about, that there's no conflict. I can feel from you that you're actually quite at peace with it. You're quite in harmony with that you're seeing other people and the girls you're seeing are seeing other people. But don't don't be in such a rush to get over the conflict. That harmony that you get earned, the earned harmony is very nice but it's only very nice because of the conflict you had to go through because of that adversity and testing you had to go through. It's you should, I think I said this last week's Q and a, you should never be in a rush to get past the point of learning that you're currently at. If you're fucking up right now because of this, enjoy this. If you're fucking up right now and it's the hardest thing in the world for you to just be able to stand there in the pocket of a girl and look her in the eye. And it's like such a small thing in terms of the stuff that we talk about here. But if that's your lesson, if it's your lesson that when you call up a girl in the COVID situation and she says to you, listen, T, I'm, I just got out of the bath. I'm not even wearing any clothes right now. And it's your lesson that you can't even take that signal and go, well, you need to get fucking back in the bath then. Or you, you need to, don't you, listen, forget the towel. Forget about the clothes. Who's home right now? And you can't even, that's your biggest sticking point right now is to read the open signal from a woman that she's kinky, she's horny, she wants to go down, she wants to go deep, take me there, leave me there. But you're not, you haven't learned that level of leading and masculinity. And it seems like such a sticking point for you when you really just want to be getting to these grander sticking points of, oh, the problems of upholding multiple relationships. It's like, no, 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 don't worry about that. Those lessons mean nothing. That that time means nothing. Right now, if your point right now is that you just need to learn, okay, she says to me she's not wearing any clothes, or she says to me that I'm not doing much tonight, or that my parents are not here, okay, fucking execute. Take the lead. Take the lead. Right? Grapple with what you need to grapple right now. Honor what you need to honor right now. There's there's no love and longing for what isn't. And just what is 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 so key. So, oh, yeah, here we go. Oh, Johnny then came with a little further um, context saying, 80% there, but also learning to put myself in the shoes of other relationship styles. So are you talking about, Johnny, you want to get to the place in which that... The reason why we're going deep on this is because Johnny dropped a super chat. Are you saying that you want to learn about upholding different mating... Uh, being, yeah, that you want to go... that you. You're learning, you want to put yourself in the shoes of others, in the shoes of other relationship styles. That you just want to learn about what it means to be a guy who sees multiple people. I think that's what you're saying. That's what you're saying. Hopefully I got it. So we've got another super chat up, a super chat up in here from Nice Smack. Nice Smack comes in with a $5 super chat saying, 
Should I talk to girls with a grain of salt? Is it good to be spiteful? If not, how should I go about it? Uh, okay, so a grain of salt and being spiteful, no and no, red flag, red flag. You should only talk to women and human beings in general with love, light, positivity, and joy. Uh, if you if you were approaching my daughter or my my wife or my girlfriend or a girl that I'm in a casual relationship with or any female being I have any contact with, I would hope they would reject you immediately if you came up with saltiness, if you came up with uh, spitefulness, if you came up with anything less than a direct, congruent, authentic, masculine vibe that's bringing love, peace, and joy. If you're not doing any of those, uh, you are not entitled to engage with other beings, in my opinion. I don't want you meeting my daughter. I don't want you meeting my wife. I want them to end that interaction immediately if they sense a guy is coming up with a, with a chip on his shoulder, with a jade on the side of his face. You know, I don't, I don't want any of that you know, because that's disrespectful to the highest degree. That's disrespectful to the highest degree uh, of uh, this human experience, in my opinion. Not just between the masculine and feminine, but of the human experience. You know how rare life is? Do you know how mathematically impossible it is that you're even alive? It doesn't even make sense. It makes no sense. Let me just, let me get you, let me give you the Bill Bryson. I'll give you the Bill Bryson here to really paint my point. Hang on, chot the Mateo. Bill Bryson. Here we go. Here we go, Mr. Nice Mac. Bill Bryson's got some wisdom for you. It's one of my favorite quotes. It's just very long, so I don't want to paraphrase it. Bill Bryson comes in. <laughs> Bill Bryson comes in saying, <clears throat> "Not one of your pertinent ancestors was squashed, devoured, drowned, starved, stranded, stuck fast, untimely wounded, or otherwise deflected from its life quest of delivering a tiny charge of genetic material to the right partner at the right moment in order to perpetuate." the only possible sequence of hereditary combinations that could result eventually, astoundingly, and all too briefly, in you. Quote Bill Bryson in A Short History of Nearly Everything. One of my favorite quotes. You have no idea what had to happen for you to exist in this moment. And so for then to you to take that macro philosophy and principle and understanding into the micro of that you would approach a girl with saltiness, with a grain of salt, it with spite. What? To try to get yours back because you are, you felt wrong done by someone else, which is no doubt probably a result of your own 50. Uh, insanity. Insanity. It's a privilege to be alive. It's an absolute, it's an absolute privilege to be alive. It's, it makes no sense that any of us are here right now. You guys do realize that there are no other trees on other planets. We've looked. There aren't any. We've looked for trees. There's not even one. You can go out into the entire universe in our known universe. We've looked, and there's not one. We can't find a single tree. On another planet. Now just take a look out your window. As far as the eye can see, trees. There's a bonsai tree right here. Sukichan. Say hello to Sukichan. Konnichiwa. I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven trees within this room. And we can't find one in another planet. Not one. You know how many planets there are in the known universe that we can see and we can't find one tree? Yet when you look outside, 
It's as far as the eye can see. We have entire forests. We have this concept known as a forest, in which that, that's a collection of trees. But we can't find one on another planet. Do you, know, do you know how lucky we are to be here? You can't find one. We've looked, we've tried, but we can't. We can't find another tree. I hope this is sinking in for you. That if it's so rare to even find a tree, just one, let alone, let alone this, you, who you are, a human being, a conglomeration of cells and 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 gases and and gastrointestinal combinations, combustions going around, and then the liquid, the liquid, the the blood, your vessels, your organs, your tissues, the ability for neurons to create connections within your mind and to to jump synapses and to cross bridges so that you can have consciousness and you can have thought for you to exist in this way. And we can't even find a tree on another planet. Why would you ever go out into an experience with spite and saltiness? I tell you this right now. I know at least one person who would, and I'm sure there's a lot more, who would readily swap positions with you who have already passed away. You know, whenever you think you got it bad, just think about people that aren't even alive and what they would do to spend a day in your existence to give them one shot to see their family, their friends, to engage in this life. You know, you, I think, I think uh, people lose perspective on life is. I think you don't realize that uh, Earth didn't always exist and won't always exist, and that even our sun in the sky didn't always exist and won't always exist. There's something going on here that's very special. And you get to take part in it. You get to take part in this. I just don't understand when people say they had, uh, when people get salty about life, when they get salty about uh, the ways of the world. And, you know, I'm not talking about being disappointed or sadness or anything like these things. I'm saying that just the general, they just, they lose the general appreciation for being alive. As bad as things are, you're still alive. You know, as, as, as the, the, the Beirut bombing, and or not bombing, but the Beirut explosion where you see that extreme uh, detonation of the, of the, of the, what the factory, whatever the factory was, where the munitions were kept and all that, and you know, 150 people die, and as bad as that is, and it is. So, but yesterday, when me and my brother were walking down the road, we saw a caterpillar bucking it. We saw a caterpillar bucking it. We took the time to stop our walk to watch a caterpillar moving at ungodly speeds. As bad as people dying and horrific acts of terrorism or lax or negligence in that scenario, and that doesn't discredit any of that. And the Black Lives Matters and 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 all your different movements and all the different movements around the world and the wars and and the death and the death that's in the COVID and everything, right? As bad as it is. You can still take the time to observe a caterpillar moving at ungodly speeds and to appreciate the joy, the la joie de vivre, the joy of life, the beauty of life. Because we will do our best in every single day to contend with the things we consider to be wrong and the wrongdoings of the world. But at the end of the day, all of our, all of our rappings and musings about what we think is right and wrong and good and bad, the caterpillar doesn't care. The moment doesn't care. The moment is perfect. That moment will always be perfect. Yeah. 
Sorry, we got a little uh, ranty there. Got a little philosophy there, but it's important to me. It's important to me. I can't hang around with people that don't have appreciation for life. If you don't have the le joie de vivre, the joy of life, and just or the kancha, the the kancha, the kancha su for uh, for inochini for inochi inochini inochini kancha. If you don't have that, can't be friends. Can't spend time with you. Hopefully, that offers you some light. Uh, Eric then came in saying, "Ha ha ha ha!" with a laugh face. Hit my question perfectly. What question was that, Mr. Eric? Uh, Jonathan Valley then comes in saying, how to game in the Rona. <laughs> how to game in the Rona. Uh, okay, so let me, this, is a, this is a rapid fire question. I'm going to start to wrap it up here. So how to game in the Rona. In the Rona. So the first thing I'd recommend you do, Mr. John, uh, Jonathan Valley, is that you drop the perception of gaming in general. And that you look at my development as a human being and my development of my social dynamics. And that I need to learn about all social dynamics. And that it's not about gaming people. It's about learning about myself in relation to others. That's the first mindset mindset shift I'd have you entertain. And uh, go deep on, actually. And then second of, second of all, is that in the when you do come to that understanding of mindset, how to do that within the coronavirus situation, is that you do what you can what you have. You do the absolute best that you can of what you have. If right now you're in Melbourne and you can't go out and meet people, well, you do the best within your four walls. You do the best with the technology and the awesomeness that technology offers us. If you're in New York and you can meet some people, you meet some people. If you're in Berlin, meet some people, meet some people. If you're in Adelaide, you can meet everyone, meet everyone. Right? You do everything that you can. Right? It's there's no there's no the coronavirus is not is not like this impending doom upon us that is going to change our way of life forever you know it's 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 a situation that's happening right now and we do the best that we can and we always look to move forward that's it uh johnny Nguyen then came in saying no he already said that johnny Nguyen then saying in footy in quotes you can only win the match in front of you end quotes similar lesson i like it appreciate the deep dive yeah i get what you mean it's interesting because I know Johnny's not from Australia, so I'm not sure what he means by footy. Do you mean football as in soccer football, as in English Premier League, or do you mean American football like gridiron? Because I don't think you mean AFL, but that's what Australians refer to Australian football as footy. Uh, nice Mac then says, thank you. I love it. Johnny the then comes saying, Amor Fati. It's go to yeah. Yeah, it's go to yeah. Um, more synonyms for you, haha. Wait, hold on, let me get that. Ichigo Ichiya means only one at a time? Is that it? Oh no, only one chance. There's only one chance of life, right? Ichigo Ichiya. There's only, it happens once in a lifetime. That's it. It only happens once in a lifetime. That's a Japanese saying, Ichigo Ichiya. It only happens once in a lifetime. I don't know what Amorphati is though. Uh, Eric then came in saying, phone sex after day two, dot, 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 and holding off on the coconut oil. <laughs> Okay, I get you. I get you, Eric. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, when he said that was in reference to when he said, "Hit my question perfectly." Yeah, on the coconut oil. Very good. Yeah, hold off on that coconut oil. If you're gonna be applying coconut oil, please do it in real life first. If you have an opportunity to do it in real life first, apply it in real life first. As my Eternal Energy blog website says, and actually, I think even my boldojo.com website says boldojo.com. If you guys go to the footer, you'll see a nice cheeky Easter egg around coconut oil. I'll leave it there. I won't say any more. Johnny Nguyen then comes in saying EPL. Yeah, he means uh, football, the soccer football. <laughs> and apparently Amor Fati means Latin for the love of life. Okay, and that's a beautiful way to wrap up this session, my friends.
So I thank you for your engagement. Thank you for your love. The Super Chat donations were off the chain. The questions were off the chain. We definitely dived into hitting Axel's message on how to interact with cold women, cold women or women that are cold. Cold women or women that are cold. That's a great way of summing it up. It's based on your skill set, really. Right? Let's always have that appreciation for life as always. Let's go forward. And uh, I wish you guys the absolute best on your journeys. I wish you the best in your life. All right? Just remember the tree. Every time you look at a tree, just remember they've looked and they can't find them. Next time you see a tree, just think, we've looked and we can't find one. Only here. Only here. Okay? So, uh, my friends, if you were listening on the podcast, you come back and post, you got questions, follow-up questions because you couldn't make it live, just drop it in the comment box down below. I'll, uh, I'll come back and I'll answer those questions. Uh, please drop a thumbs up on the video to help support it. Most appreciated. And I'll see you uh, same time next week. Here we go. Much peace and much joy. Ciao. Thank you very much, my friends, for diving into this episode of Social Q&A Live. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you had a great time. And just before you run off, don't forget, that guide to meditation, Eternal Energy, has now been released, now available at boldojo.com. Dive into who you are and evolve beyond. You can also pick up the ebook, book one-on-one Skype coaching, all at boldojo.com. Donate anything you wish through the PayPal links or the Boldojo podcast uh, donation link. All of that's tremendously appreciated. And I'd also love your feedback on this session. Whether you want to, actually, I'd most appreciate your feedback on the actual YouTube videos itself. If you go into YouTube, drop your comments there. That's probably the best way. It really just helps support the channel. And I always, uh, I actually source the next episodes of Social Q&A from the previous episodes of Q&A. I often just look at the comments and often find really good uh, ideas for topics there. So if you got a suggestion for a future Social Q&A that we can kick things off with, just head over to the YouTube channel at The Bowl and uh, drop it down there. Get engaged, subscribe to the channel, support what's going on here. And that would be uh, tremendously appreciated. With that being said, I wish you all the absolute best in your lives. Much peace and much joy.